Welcome to the Canacook Podcast. It's the most wonderful time of the year, and we're taking a break from our usual focus on family, leadership, and spiritual growth to do a mini-series on Advent. If you're new here, welcome. You've picked a great time to jump in. This content is great for any age during the holiday season, and we hope it helps you focus on what Christmas should really be about, the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Canacug Podcast. My name is Shay Robbins, and I'm here with my teammate, co-host, and the keeper of the Candy Cane Forest. It's Beth Ann Lampley. Hello, everybody. We welcome the Canacug Podcast listeners to our Christmas Advent series. We're here in week two of our journey to Christmas morning as we celebrate the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Each week, we'll release a new Advent series episode leading up to that special day. Beth Ann, What's the best Christmas present you ever received? I would have to say the year that I got my first and only American Girl doll. I mean, growing up, I had lots of friends who had like the whole, had everybody, every doll while I had my Cabbage Patch doll, which I loved. Were those the ones that had a smell to them? They did. They Mm. sure did. And the year I got my American Girl doll, I just knew when I saw like the length of the box and I unwrapped it, and there was Samantha in her plaid dress oh, with her Samantha. velvet belt and bow. And it was just like I had made it. I had my very own American Girl doll, and I still have her. And I went to Chicago probably in like 2014, 24 years old, and I went to the American Girl place for the first time, and it was still magical. So has to be my American Girl doll. You know, what's funny right now is we have a guest in studio, but typically we don't allow the guests to speak until they've been introduced. And she's sitting across from Beth Ann, just shaking her. And she wants to speak into this American doll, but she can't because she hasn't been introduced <laughs> yet. Can I do that? Let's do it. I'd like to introduce our guest for the week. And we happen to be speaking about love today in the advent of Christmas. And so I invited in the love of my life, Ashley Robbins. She's here, and in fact, in two days from now, we are celebrating our 15th wedding anniversary. That's a lot of love, isn't it? Congratulations, you guys. Oh, thanks. That is a lot of years and a lot of love. So I actually would like to ask a question. This is probably on behalf of the audience. I'm sure they'd love to know, what would you like for Christmas this year, Ashley? you're not getting away that easy. You know all the links for Pinterest and all the things I've tagged and what all my best Pinterest? friends. Oh, stop it. You know what Pinterest is. Your man card's still Come on, safe. share one thing with the audience. What are you really excited about? Well, it feels funny to be doing an Advent Just thing. be honest. Just be honest with them. God's love and then tell you what I want. Um, I would like coffee has become, well, or yeah, money's always good. I'm sure all the women in that are listening can agree, but I do think I want to, I mean, I've embarked on the coffee world for the first time at 40. Like I really am starting to enjoy some variety in coffee more than just like basically hot cocoa with a slight shot of espresso. So I've been looking on some things and like a frother, but anyway, that's that's on my radar, hun. So can someone help me understand what espresso? What is an espresso machine? What's the difference? I mean, BA is gonna. I literally am just now learning. Well, it's a different type of bean, I think, than just regular yes, drip. It's stronger. Coffee. Right? It's stronger. So you have drip coffee, but right. then you have like lattes, and those are made with espresso, which is what I love. I like the oat milk latte. Yeah, all the fancy fun things that with you just can honey, add. not the honey syrup, but just honey. Right. Natural. 
all natural girl. All natural. I mean, this sounds yeah. like something that would really save Shay a lot of money in the long run. I do believe so. so. Really, he's winning here. He is winning. Yes. I'm over here taking notes furiously. Yes. Yeah. Espresso. Ashley, another tradition that we've started is sharing family traditions. Oh, that's So fun. we're asking our guests, what's a family tradition? You can either go back to your childhood or something that we do at the house that you just enjoy and look forward to during the Christmas season. Y'all, I love a good Christmas tradition. We have, we have probably too many in my brain, but I just love them all. I can't stop doing them. So my kids, I learned this from the legend of Diane Cooper in her kitchen when they lived in Branson, they had framed like these just rinky-dink coloring pages of the manger scene with like almost like the little characters from Little People versions of Joseph, Mary, and baby Jesus. And I found it online. So every year for our kids, we have a night um, or an afternoon on our Advent, you know, little calendar that I do that the kids all color that same coloring page. So I have it from when Lulu was four and then, you know, even last year when she was 11. And so I just mark the year. So Diane framed them all from all the years when each of her kids were six years old. And she always used it to show their different personalities. Like one kid stayed inside the lines by the time they were six. And one kid was just like one scribble and then they had to go play. They didn't have time to color the picture. And um, so anyway, that's I, that's one of my favorite, I think, because it's so simple and so pure and costs no money. And um, it's just a fun tradition in our household. That is a fun one. I love that. Yeah. I think, I think in our family, man, there's so many. I mean, I love on Christmas Eve doing the stockings. I mean, that's just like, it's like every, it's like tides a kid over till Christmas morning, totally. you know? And so you look forward, it kind of elongates the experience. I love that. And then for me, I also love the charm of like Christmas morning after you've opened presents and kind of clean up. So fire fire going or for us, we like to run around and play outside and kids mm-hmm. are, you know, eager to play with all their toys and stuff. It's just such a sweet, sweet time. I'm shocked you didn't say the Bass Pro Santa photo, like that we go to Bass Pro every year. Yeah, absolutely. That's for Santa and you get to look around and give me your ideas. Any reason to go to Bass Pro is good for me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Shay, when you said stockings, it reminds me of, we, I think, sometimes did stockings like on Christmas Eve night. I'm not really sure. My dad was a pastor. So, Ashley, you understand this, too. Yes. Your schedule kind of rotated around, like, when church was happening. Christmas Eve service. But it's like, I remember we always drove, like, my parents, we took two cars on that night. It's like, my mom's like, oh, I need to get gas in the car. I need to get one more thing yes. from the grocery store. But she was really staying back to hang up the field stockings. Oh, your mom's tricky. So that when we came home. They were done. And when we left. They weren't hanging oh, or they weren't full. Fun. She had to do her one last yes. you know, fake errand, but yes. really she was setting out Christmas for when we came back. That's sweet. That is so fun. My mom, too, is notorious, and I actually don't know whether this is her legitimately being forgetful or this is just like one of her Susan strategies, but we would open up all of our presents, and we'd be done, and then she'd pop up and say, oh, I forgot some and she'd run back and find more. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what's going on there, but it sure was a fun surprise. That's, That's awesome. such a Susan move. I can see that. 
Well, Beth Ann is going to read our scripture reading for the day, and then Ashley wants to share a little bit about love in the Christmas season. This is John three sixteen and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send the son into the world to judge the world, but so that the world might be saved through him. Ah, oh, that's a big verse to follow up um, for an Advent Devo. Um, and it's one that so many in the, the world knows. John three sixteen is, you know, quoted by so many and so often. You know, Advent for for our house and for my heart, it always stirs um, thinking about a father's love, the heavenly father, um, that not only did God send his son to the cross, but he also sent his son um, during this Christmas season as, as a baby um, and to Mary. And, and so I think about God. And then I also think about Mary during this season of remembering the love that he sent through his son as a precious little baby boy that was all human, all, you know, pee diapers and spit up and all the real things that as a mom, you don't place in the box of Jesus. You know, you don't think about Jesus as a baby boy who was a toddler and, um, without sinning somehow through a tantrum or, um, and maybe he didn't throw tantrums. Um, but I think about Mary so much during this season. Um, I think just as a mom, and then I also, I connect with her, but then I disconnect from her because she had to raise the Messiah. Not only raise him, but had to go into it knowing that she was. And that the weight of that, the pressure of that, and so I think about her month of December, um, and obviously theologically dates are a little um, different than what we celebrate now, but her that final month before um, sweet, her first baby ever is coming to earth and coming from her body um, miraculously, all of that just stopping there would be overwhelming. But then to think of the situation at the time where there was no cozy hospital, there was no, you know, Shay calls our um, OB doctor like the Peyton Manning of doctors. She she didn't have that. There was no prenatal vitamins and all this care. There was just Mary and Joseph and this ride on a donkey eight months pregnant, which that alone kind of makes you nauseous. And um, I think about the love of her as a mom that was growing during that time leading up to this of her advent before, you know, our advent is for our Savior. Her advent was for her Savior, who also was a baby that she had to care for and that she simply said to the angel, you're okay, I'll do it in Ashley Robbins Layman's words. Um, and so the love I think about that we so easily forget during this time. We were chatting before this, and kids, they want the things. They want the newest things, the newest tech, the newest shoes, the newest games. And to set ourselves back to the place in that manger is hard to do. Um, especially teaching kids in the 21st century how to do that, um, at least for our kids it is. Um, but I think about the love that Mary must have had that night as they found the little manger that was nothing to be celebrated. Um, 
I, I can't imagine that night of having a baby in in hay and swaddling clothes from, you know, hanging on the barn hook in the barn that she grabbed or that Joseph grabbed and um, wrapped up baby Jesus as he cooed or made a sound or maybe was just fast asleep. Um, but the love that Mary must have had in that moment, it it overwhelms me as a mom of six after carrying in your belly and knowing what was to come and knowing that not only was this baby boy her son and her baby who she would nurse and change diapers and try to instruct as he was the savior of the world, but also seeing him in that that Christmas morning as her savior and her son and the love that must have overflowed in that moment, then to circle back then to God's love from John 3, 16, that not only did he know the full picture that he was going to give his son to the cross and then to resurrection, but he gave his son to this earth, which our earth now can feel really broken and it can overwhelm me as a mom and a lot of fear can creep in, a lot of fear of like, why did I have kids in the world that we're in? But yet, God must have felt that to a certain degree because the world is still broken. It was back in biblical times and it is now. And he was sending his perfect son, a part of the Trinity, to our earth to be a baby and then a toddler and then this preteen with acne and then a teenager and then to launch him into ministry knowing where this road was going to lead. So those two acts of those points, the beginning and then the crucifixion, what a picture of our Heavenly Father's love to release. I mean, I wouldn't release my kids. That's hard to think about releasing your kids to something that he knew was going to harm his part of him. And so I, I, the love during this season, the Advent, that preparation, the waiting, all of it, I think for me as a mom and as just as a woman, not even just mom, it just is overwhelming to think about Mary in that manger that day and then even more so God in heaven that day. The love that happened in that crummy, <laughs> smelly, hay-filled little manger scene that must have happened that night. Excuse me, y'all, so sorry. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of love. And in our humanness, we can try and comprehend it. But man, take this month to ponder, as Mary did so often with her son, that that love for you this season, whether you're, you know, a college student or a single career or you know, a grandpa or 40-year-old over-the-hill mom, ponder that love that you are seeing and that he knew when he sent his son as a sweet baby, he knew your name in that moment. That's overwhelming, that amount of love for each of us, that he did that. So that's all I got, folks. I think that's all we need, Ashley. I'm quite confident that as you're listening to this podcast today, that that those were the words that God wanted you to hear. All that love is for you. Mm-hmm. We thank you for sharing your time with us today. We hope today's conversation serves to fuel your I'm Third approach to the Christmas season. And with that, I'd love to pray for you. 
Father, we um, we just sit in that reflection of your amazing act of love. And I want to ask that very humbly for myself and for everybody who's listening, Lord, that you'd help us to understand the breadth and the height and the depth of your love on a new level this Christmas season, that we would receive it and that you'd help us to turn around and give it to others. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We hope today's conversation left you encouraged, strengthened, and empowered. If you hadn't had the chance, please subscribe to our podcast today to stay up to date with the latest episodes. If this podcast has helped you in any way, please consider rating us, writing a review, or sharing it with others so we can continue to build you up with an I'm Third approach to family, leadership, and spiritual growth. For more information about the podcast, visit canacuckpodcast.com. And for more information about Canacuck, you can visit canacuck.com.